Welcome to the Happy Spotless Minds podcast, a podcast created to provide an honest platform for differing perspectives on growing up in today's world. I am your podcast host, Heidi Poon, and my goal is to enlighten you through interesting conversations with guests on career, relationships, life lessons, and the deeper issues on the world we live in today. With all the bits and pieces in between, I hope you'll join me this season to discover the why and the how in people's journeys. With that being said, thanks for tuning in and welcome to the Happy Spotless Minds. Hi everyone, my name is Heidi and this is my first podcast, you know. COVID has really allowed me to stay home and be able to have more free time on my hands to really start things that I wanted to start probably a long time ago. I would like to say I got this idea one and a half years ago and it's just always been something that I would talk about so much but would never actually start. And I think, you know, there was definitely a reason. A, I was scared. B, I wanted this podcast be different. I think anyone who's starting something new, like They want it to be different, they want to stand out, and I just felt that kind of my ideas for the podcast weren't special. I was like, oh my gosh, there's already probably over a thousand other podcasts that probably want to do the same thing that I have, that have the resources that I want to do, since like, you know, I see HBR IdeaCast out here, like getting professors, and like there's journalists and everything, and it's just me and my friends. But, you know, we're we're normal people, we're, you know, normal 20-year-olds just going through life, and I think that's actually a very valuable experience to bring to this platform too. I had a lot of friends that kind of just told me, Heidi, just start it, you know? Like you never know until you try. And I think there, subconsciously, there was some sort of, I guess there was some sort of perfectionist in me that I never really knew because I never really thought that I was a perfectionist until I realized that you know, I was I was quite scared of failing, you know, starting from ground zero and failing, like kind of already had an idea of what I wanted this podcast to be. I had examples of what I wanted it to be. And I just knew and knew that when I did start it, it wouldn't be that. And I think that was a huge factor that kind of pulled me back from starting it. But this long winded answer is just as brief story to tell you that I started it, and this is why you're listening to it. (laughs) So I kind of realized that I did this whole introduction without really, truly introducing myself. (laughs) So for the listeners that don't know who I am, I'm almost 100% sure that everyone who watches this is either from my Instagram, my circle of friends, Or like a friend of a friend, maybe. So I'm pretty sure all of you guys somewhat know me. But, you know, on this odd chance that you randomly found my podcast. Hi, everyone. My name is Heidi. I am 21 years old and I am finishing my last year of school. 
uh, taking a BBA with a specialist in marketing, and I currently reside in Toronto. Reside. <laughs> uh, anyways, that's a little bit about me. And I guess with introductions done, I wanted to talk about my podcast structure and, you know, what to stay tuned in this season as well. My podcast is going to be an interview style with other guests, but I really wanted the first episode to be concentrated on me. And I thought, what better way of doing that than to kind of have it like an interview with myself? You know, I'm stuck in my room, in my bedroom alone, and um, yeah, there's no one to talk to but myself, I guess. So this is me rambling. Anyways, I wanted to talk about my passions and hobbies during COVID, my own transition, what I learned the most. During this time of COVID, I feel like everyone is focused on trying to fill up their day. And most of what happens to fill up our day are what we're passionate about, what we're studying, our own hobbies. And I think during this drastic change from every day being able to go out, do stuff to fill your day, to being at home and really having some self-isolation was a really drastic change where a lot of people had to transition through. And I think like now we're six to eight months in this COVID situation that we're a lot better at handling this, but I definitely want to share my own personal story and my own struggles uh, during this time of transition and how I'm able to come out of COVID, I hope, being a lot stronger and more confident in myself. And I hope that you can also resonate with this episode and you also resonate with the things that I'm talking about. So firstly, I wanted to talk about my transition into COVID. So when I first transitioned was around the time that I was actually finishing my semester and I was going into my internship, which was really scary because I knew that this was a job that I wanted post-grad and with all the odds against me you know working from home it was shortened because of this whole digital experience I think it was supposed to be a 16-week internship which turned into an 11-week internship and you know not being able to go into the office interacting with the people getting to meet people was actually a huge barrier and it was definitely scary because I was, I was banking on this basically for a job at the end. And I knew that my office space was my room. <laughs> uh, my dad was working at home. My brother would be working at home. It'd be a very crowded house. Like I would only have this personal space that's my room to myself. And I would say that I think just in general, it has been proven like psychology psychologically proven that if you do have your bed in the site somehow it makes you focus less and that like psyched me out for like going into my first working from home experience so I was definitely kind of scared and I knew that I wanted to be on top of my a-game and make sure that I was like delivering even more so my transition into COVID was definitely like a burnout period I would say I was working till 1 a.m. in the mornings, kind of being like, you know, if this laptop is by my side, like while I'm 
on my bed watching Netflix. Like I feel bad, you know, I feel, <laughs> I feel like I am not doing the most that I can. And like, I think everyone in the first three months of COVID was all like a go, go, go kind of like, you know, um, that startup that I wanted to start. Okay. I'm starting it now in COVID since I have so much time. And like me with my Instagram and my cooking, like I was cooking up to three times a day, like making bread, making like the hardest types of food that you can make. Like I remember, <laughs> this is so embarrassing. I remember <laughs> I really wanted to make brioche bread and I do not have a stand mixer, which means everything was done by hand, right? And I'm not a strong person either. So you really have to like knead this brioche bread like over and over again. And you have to do this like slap and fold technique to really get like the gluten in so that it's like soft and fluffy. So like I tried to do that and um, it was really hard because I think I spent two hours probably kneading the bread and it was nowhere where it needed to be just because I wasn't strong enough. And I somehow, you know, ended up crouching in my shower because my dad was doing a recording in the other room. So I had to like go as far away from him as I could. So I ended up in the shower with like a cooking board on the floor squatting, slapping my dough over and over again to try to get like maximum strength to get it like really glutinous, I guess. I mean, it worked. The bread was fantastic. It took probably at least eight hours of continuous work to do it. But, you know, it was a lot. And I think during COVID, like the beginning stages at least, I was just like, whatever, like, this is my time to really improve my cooking skills. My friends say I'm a shit cook and a shit baker, which I am, but at the same time, I'm going to prove them wrong. So I was baking every single day. How many dishes did I do? I did a lot. <laughs> but <laughs> anyways, that was probably like the first few months. Like I was just in a really, really go, go, go spirit. And I think now I am a lot more balanced in a sense. I <laughs> I found a new love for Gilmore Girls and guys, it's been taking over my life. I love Gilmore Girls. Please, anyone who's not watched it before, I've never binge watched a show just because I haven't had the patience to really go through the whole thing. But I've been like staying up till like 5 a.m. trying to finish and I'm on season six already. And for those that know me in real life, you know I am a grandma. I sleep at 9 p.m. Like, I'm in bed by 9 p.m. So it's really rare that I'm still awake at 4 a.m. watching Gilmore Girls. Um, but I'd say that the transition was definitely a, a huge learning curve for me. It kind of, it, it had to take my own realization of being burnt out in order to know, like, I was burning myself out. And... Obviously, the pressures of work were all put on by myself, too. Like, in no way did my manager tell me, hey, like, I want you to work on this project and, like, get it done by tonight or, like, we're not going to hire you back. Like, it was more of my own pressure. And I think a lot of other people also felt the same since I know that a lot of my friends were going through internships and we were going through it together. So it was really nice to have someone else to talk to especially because we were all kind of going through this 
work from home virtual internship space together. So it was really nice to talk to them and rely on them for any struggles that I had. So the second kind of question or aspect that I wanted to touch on was what is the what would be the key thing that I realized about myself during COVID? And I would probably say it is the introverted versus extroverted tendencies that I had. Because hear me out, I'm going to go into some like Myers-Briggs, <laughs> Enneagram type of stuff because I love reading about it. But I'm an ENFP and I always thought that I was more like if there was a scale of extroversion, like I was on the lower end, like I'm borderline introverted, like I almost felt like an introvert because the typical the typical kind of characteristics that I always saw about extroverts were, you know, you're a leader, you're loud, you always enjoy being around your friends or like people, like that's what energizes you. And I was really like, no, that's not what energizes me. Like I like to sleep, like that's what energizes me. Um, And a lot of my friends would be like, no, Heidi, like you're stupid. You are definitely an extrovert. And just, just because like I like talking to people and for some reason it didn't really stick in my head. I guess introverts have this perception of being a little bit more mysterious, you know, like they have a layer underneath them that's like you keep to yourself, like you're more shy. And I think it was glamorized at some point like being an introvert was like a better thing than just admitting you're an extrovert. And I think I kind of fell into that trap and I was like, you know, I kind of feel like an introvert. Like I think I have these introverted tendencies and I'm not as extroverted as you all may think. Like that was the perception that I had. But I think during COVID, I realized I was wrong. <laughs> uh, basically, I think the first couple months my introverted tendencies were more strong. So I'd really enjoy like being at home, like doing my own thing, like just staying in the safe space, like not going out, like not even for a walk or anything. And I was like, yeah, like I'm fine with this. But then I guess as time went on, and I mean, like I just realized this probably a month ago, (laughs) um, I watched this podcast and it was talking about uh, extroversion and it was called In Defense to extroverts, I think. Yes. But basically, they kind of broke extroversion down into two types. The first type is the typical extroverts that you would normally like hear about, the ones as mentioned before, um, likes to go out, likes to hang out with people, is energized by talking to people. Um, and there's, they're leaders, they're go-getters, they're very opinionated and like very strong in how they talk and things like that. And there was the other side of it that was like borderline ambivert where you kind of had both tendencies, but the real key indicator was that you enjoyed being around other people, but you weren't always the one to be like the leader or like the go-getter. Like you were more like chill, but you enjoy like talking to people, supporting people, smiling, like just being really friendly. Not to say that introverts are not friendly because that is not at all what I'm saying, but we were just breaking down the different types of extroverts. But I soon began to realize like I really miss just 
being energized by an external environment. And I think that was the key indicator of determining the difference is that introverts are more energized. And I emphasize on more because I think that both introverts and extroverts can be energized by both kind of factors there are, but it's just whether or not there's a preference of one over, over the other. And I realized that introverts may have more of a preference to be energized by their internal like mind, their internal thought process, just everything pertaining to like their thoughts. And extroverts may have more of a preference to be energized by their external environment. I really felt this when I kind of like took a walk in the park or I went downtown, socially distanced and safe, of course, but I went downtown to catch up with a friend um, and I was able to walk the streets of downtown. And even that gave me so much energy, being able to see other people kind of live their lives, live their everyday lives and see the bustling city around me um, really energizes me and makes me really happy. It pushes me and encourages me to be in a more optimistic mood and I think that was like the turning point that I realized about myself is like maybe I'm not as introverted as I thought I would be and just because I don't enjoy talking to people 24-7 doesn't mean that I'm automatically an introvert like there's different types of extroversion as well and the last topic that I kind of wanted to cover is What would be my top lesson that I wish more people knew during or before COVID? And funny story, I prepped these questions as if I was going to be interviewing a guest. And this was a question that I really wanted to ask my guests, kind of getting their perspective. And I think every person can answer this differently. But when it was my turn to answer it, I had a little bit of difficulty thinking what I would want to share or like give advice to, not give advice because I don't know. I don't know who would listen, but (laughs) who am I to shame myself? But I think my top lesson would be to acknowledge that some things aren't in our control because I think it relieves a lot of stress and anxiety I think a lot of the times we tend to worry about things that aren't in our control. For example, worrying about what other people may be doing in their lives, like your friends or your family or um, who they are that may be affecting you. This is something that I was affected on during COVID as well, just feeling a sense of confidence issues around like comparing myself to others but I realize that this is not in my control and I think during COVID especially during a time when we're staying at home more we're in our own thoughts and just the circumstances of seeing the same environment over and over again it's really natural and normal for us to have these thoughts of comparison Um, like overthinking, confidence issues, stress, anxiety, all of those. And it's not because of who we are as a person, but it's just because of the current circumstances that leads human beings to react and think in these certain patterns. I was kind of condemning myself a lot for even thinking about these things, like comparing myself to other people that I saw on Instagram or 
um, just being in my own thoughts, like thinking of like, what am I doing with my life? Like, I just feel so lost, right? And I would always blame myself, like, Heidi, like, what happened to you? Like, why are you thinking this way? But it's still something that I'm realizing right now and I'm still trying to learn. But I realize that these things are not all because of you. It's because of the external circumstances of what's happening that influences everyone to probably think a similar thing. And I think that if people knew more about these issues and difficulties that us as a whole generation are feeling during this time, it would take off the stress and be easier for us as an individual instead of us thinking that, you know, we are the cause of why we're feeling this way and we made ourselves feel this way. I think it's important to note that everyone else too has or is feeling the way that you're feeling. It's a part of life and a part of growth in order to feel this anxiety, this like self-esteem issue or confidence issue. Like it's very normal and it's just a part of growing up and you will get past it. So yeah, those are my three questions that I have for myself. And I also want to answer one last question for myself. That's just a fun question that I want to ask my guests. But it's after COVID, what's the first destination that I want to visit and why? I have a lot of destinations on my mind, but I would probably say New York. In New York! Oh my gosh, I'm such a bad singer. I've been seeing that on TikTok so much, like that song. That's why it's like stuck in my head. But anyways, for my graduation gift, my mom and I were going to go to New York before it was like the worst city in US in terms of COVID cases, but I love New York and I was going to go there with my mom beforehand and we were gonna make great like memories as a mother and daughter trip. So that's definitely the first place that I wanna visit afterwards. So that would be the place. And with that, thanks for listening to my first episode, an interview with myself. (laughs) Stay tuned for our next episode where I invite my three other best friends of almost 20 years, yes, 20 years, to discuss ways we're keeping up healthy and mindful relationships with our family, our friends, our dating life during a time of physical distance and how we were able to do it for 20 years. If you like this episode, be sure to give it a review on Apple Podcasts as it would really help this podcast be noticed by other listeners that may also enjoy it as well. And be sure to subscribe to Happy Spotless Minds on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Anchor. We have new episodes every hashtag Happy Monday, and you can also visit our Instagram at Happy Spotless Minds. Hope you guys will join me next week. See you. Bye.